Walk one, Mr. Maps. Yo, what it do, what it is. What it is, big man, are you alive and kicking? Yeah, man, I'm good, I'm good. A bit tired, um, but you know, we do what we can for the people. Yes. We are a podcast of the people. Commitment, commitment. It's one thing people can focus on. Exactly. We're committed to the, the people, specifically the people of Nigeria. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, anyone who's who's uh, a regular listener of the podcast, or rather, actually, I take that back, anyone who follows us on Twitter would understand exactly what that reference was for, uh, but we'll get into that in just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Uh, it is a six foot weights, your favorite hour with your favorite cheese boys. My name is Tabo. My name is Senna. And we are here for a good time, not a long time. Mr. Moyo, as we informed the people uh, last last week that this is the, you know, the last season, uh, last episode rather. Uh, for this uh, half season, you know, as we recharge the batteries, as we charge into December. Um, yeah, well, yes. So, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what we're looking at. That's what we're looking at. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I wanted to just check something before we go into our break. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. It kind of sucks. We are... Uh, just shy of a milestone and okay. I was hoping we'd have hit the milestone by this episode but uh, I guess we can what should we just leave it and come back later or kind of celebrate it because we're really on the cusp of it by the time this episode drops we'll have crossed it so technically okay, by the so time, as well. yeah because, because by the time people listen to this we'll have crossed the, the, the threshold so um, also I'm having this energy drink called power horse it really tastes like Red Bull. I don't know what the difference is. Power horse. Mm. Um, is this in Nigeria? Mm-hmm. Is it a Nigerian brand? I don't know. I think it's international. Because um, I've seen it before. I've seen okay. I've seen it on like DSTV ads, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah, it tastes it tastes really, really tastes like. Uh, I guess all energy drinks taste the same. I'd have to try Monster Energy to to really see. But anyway. Um, uh, 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 um, without further ado, because again we have a lot to get to and very little time as usual, um, we would like to congratulate the podcast uh, and the listeners and especially the host of this podcast for ninety thousand <laughs> streams and downloads. So you know, I well done, well done, Caster. Um, this is you know thank you thank you ten thousand streams away from a hundred k is insane uh and yeah you guys you know like wow that's that's crazy um you know me my my personal goal i always say this my personal goal for the podcast was a thousand streams that was my personal goal i was like you know what if we i think it was even a hundred i don't know i really underestimated us um, but I think, yeah, you know, I think I think when we started, we weren't trying to. If I'm not mistaken, it was during COVID. Was, ah, let's just try this out, see if we can get a hundred people listening. Yeah, because um, also a bunch of podcasts then, are popping up, you know, but they're not here right now. But you know, they they're popping up. Yeah, so it was um, 
it was just one of those things where a lot of people were kind of like okay we have the time but like okay fine it's now a lot you know what i mean so it was a very yes exactly competitive i mean it was market. during it was during it was during covid where i think a lot of people took up a lot of interest and yes. stuff which ultimately a lot of it has, has fallen aside right i know some of you guys took up baking um some of you guys started training really hard during that period yeah um and it it was difficult to sustain those things after the fact when the world went back to normal right so now you have to find the time in your normal everyday busy life when the government's not forcing you to sit at home to actually do a podcast yeah to actually do a youtube channel to actually do a bake whatever and and yeah man that's been it's been it's been amazing shout out yeah no uh big shout out to the listeners again i i i'm in nigeria yeah we're currently number two trending <laughs> podcast in nigeria so <laughs> so we thank you abo oga uh, uh we, we, so <laughs> i'm joking um guys i'm actually in lagos right now which is which is hilarious um having that happen being in nigeria at the same time so i feel like i just need to go mm. into the streets and just be how you day you know we just want to thank you for listening <laughs> to the podcast and just supporting supporting this thing you you understand you know just supporting this thing is you know we're very appreciative <laughs> of the consistent support and the downloading of the podcast um mm-hmm. here at six foot weights but <laughs> i'll definitely have a drink um so the hotel i'm at is right by the by, by the lake so you know there's a nice pool deck um where you can just you know have a have a chill have a have a good time have a mojito and enjoy yourself so i think i'm, I'm going to treat myself on behalf of the podcast um, as soon as i'm i'm done with what i need to do or actually you know what i'll work by the river i think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. By the river. By the, I will meet you at the river. Oh my goodness. Um, oh, let's do a dive in, Mr. Boy. Our 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 everyone knows when we celebrate the numbers, we must also look where are the numbers coming from? You know, we must understand. Yes. Um from time to time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But for some reason it's not letting me uh oh yes okay cool 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 it's, 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 they've changed the format when spotify bought what is it anchor right so mm. do you want what do we want i think we want all time stats right and not in the last 30 days so if we do all time uh right all time stats geography mm-hmm. e- uk is our largest base at 22 percent Followed by South Africa at 20%, then Zim at 18%, and then America charging in at 15%, uh, Australia okay. 7%, and Canada and Germany sharing the stage at 4%, and then everything else is, you know, a UAE at 2%, and then everybody else is at 1% or less. So okay. that's that's basically where the, where the podcast is. I'm scrolling to see if there's any uh, countries of note that I've never mentioned on the pod. I don't know if I've mentioned Mauritius and Tanzania before. Uh, China, shout out to those listening in China. Um, Iraq, you know, Asiawonga, and the Gambia. Gambia is a, is a, is a beautiful country. Um, nice. Well, let me see here. And then Senna's Isle of Man, of course. 
I'll never, I never forget that one. <laughs> we have Iraq and Iran, and then Uzbekistan. You know, I hope people are not listening. I'm a VPN busy with thinking here. We have people in this in in, in fucking Macau and shit in Bulgaria listening. Kanti, I'm a VPN. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, Oguti, is it is it more of people traveling to some of these countries than listening to the podcast when they're there? Maybe or people that actually plug listeners from those but Spotify wouldn't change your would it change your your listening location mm. like as far as stats are concerned I don't yeah that's a good question I don't think so I think um, I I don't know I don't know maybe maybe it's the type of accounts because um, I'd like to think like if you're if you have like a Spotify South Africa account, then they say that you are mm. listening from SA. They kind of take it that way. I don't know if they if they've. You'd have to check if Spotify tracks locations on phones, um, and devices. Okay. And then if they do, maybe it is just going by you know if Senna goes to, um, uh, what's this thing called? If Senna goes to, um, I don't even know whatever Botswana. It's then Senna is listening from Botswana. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, Will it change it moving, to moving things along? Uh, Apple Podcast is still dominant with fifty percent of the listeners. Spotify is at thirty eight percent of the listeners, followed by Google Podcasts and then the others. Uh, gender, this one is very popular. Sixty two percent female. Uh, try as we might, we can't get rid of these women. Um, so it is what it is. I guess they're just part of us now. Uh, and was that sixty two percent women, thirty thirty three point five percent male, and then three point five percent unspecified, point six percent non binary. Um, so where are we at in terms of ages? Thirty five percent between uh, twenty three to twenty seven years old, thirty three percent between twenty eight and thirty four years old, twenty percent between thirty five to forty four. And uh, where are we here? 1.6% between 45 to 59, and then 1.5% at uh, what? What is it? 60 plus. Wow. 0% 0 to 17. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. Uh, so yeah, those are the, the, the number-based rankings. And uh, if we go over to the to the uh, episode side, um, Mr. Mm-hmm. Put It In is still our number one episode uh, with Tinto. And yeah, that one that was when he broke that first story on six foot weights. Absolutely hilarious. Uh, so that's episode eighty nine, uh, and then our non featured episode. Uh, number one non-featured episode is Sneaky Link Checkout Time Um, again I I don't know what we were talking about what's this episode 92 episode 92 yeah I don't know what's the name of it unless the dashboard I'm I'm looking at being weird Shona rappers putting in wake (laughs) what What number is that nah what number is that 92 Oh, that's that's still oh, down there, fam. There's like defer bemba, defer what defer bemba. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, so I mean that one until that when that Shona own was 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 telling us to to use their twangs and stop playing games. Um, so yeah, uh, we have yes, we have yes, um, yes, yes, yes. what do we have? Okay, so in terms of our top, I guess this is top ten. 
um, might be more than 10. Dominican convicts, cryptocurrency, Shauna rappers putting in work, defer Bemba, Welele, it's giving hobo, Mr. Everybody Hates Chris. So are the days of our lives. I wonder what that was about. Trending headmaster. Oh, okay, so that's the Trimbles one. Oh, yeah, Trimbles one is up there. That's nice. Um, Kelly Lift. I gave Kukoko. Yo, we're happy the Queen is gone. Um, and uh, Tassin the Pinak. He lasted five minutes. Men of the prize. Uh, attached to the soaks. Sneaky link checkout time. Feelers court. And Mr. Put it in at the top of the heap. So. Yeah, if you are interested, whilst you uh, whilst we're on break, this little you know, uh, it's like F one basically, right? F one summer break. Um, if you're interested, you go and look up those episodes. Yeah. They're a really really good time. See why everybody was responding positively to them. Uh, but obviously, we think yeah. all the episodes are great uh, because you know, yeah, we're just a, a paragons of pos- positivity. Um, but other than so that, I, that is. I decided that is to the, have a scroll down. The roundup, yes. Right to the bottom to see you. What's the least performing <laughs> ones? Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> Tom, um, you'll find that you won't be surprised that a lot of, a lot of bonus episodes are here. So there's a football chat we once had. I don't know what we're talking. That about. is hilarious. One division review, Europa final recap. <laughs> Trump versus Zuma bonus, Eskimo Brothers bonus, Fast and Furious bonus, Sibling Olympics bonus, Back to Basics, and so people don't want extra content. Uh, There's well, we haven't done bonus episodes in a while though, right? So Mm. maybe it's been over a year, maybe even two years since Ah, we've been doing bonus stuff. It's been since lockdown. Yeah, I think we stopped. <laughs> Once the world opened, that was the first thing. Was like, okay, we don't have time to be recording twice a week. Yeah. <laughs> we outside. No, that's we interesting. Outside. But, yeah. Okay. No, fair enough. Fair enough. But Oksala, I was still going to talk about football. It is what it is, guys. You can thumbs it down it all it you is. want. But, yeah, we'll still do the things. Actually... For that, Senna, bit of information, I think we're going to start with a, um, uh, what's this thing called? A, uh, oh my God, what am I thinking? Oh, yes, a sports topic. My mind is literally everywhere right now. Okay. So, uh, it's sports, but also gaming. Um, you might have noticed, but uh, what is the latest uh, soccer game that's coming out this September? What's the name of this, the latest soccer game? Um, is it FIFA? No, actually. 24? No, it's not FIFA 24. It is EA Sports 24. Uh, no, no, what is it? EA Sports FC? Mm. Yes, EA Sports FC 24. Yeah, I think I heard something about EA Sports FC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes. Konja, something about them taking... <sighs> FIFA wanted to do this thing themselves. You probably mm-hmm. know better than me. I'm not much of a gamer anymore. But I think... If I'm getting it correctly, FIFA wanted to take their rights and then make their own game. Exactly. So, um, long story short, uh, for, for, for everybody out there, I found it very, very fascinating. Um, if you look into the history of EA Sports, EA Sports is a uh, gaming company. Um, 
a gaming company that you know again creates a whole bunch of different games ea sports gave us if i'm not mistaken they gave us need for speed right no 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 that's yeah it is, it um, is, it is. Sports. electronic ele- no no but it wasn't sport it was just electronic arts that's ele- what it stands for electronic, electronic arts, arts gave but, but it's us the same need for speed it's but the same it's the sports division yeah same but this is so ea sports is obviously the sports division they've got fifa madden the golf game nba live like a whole bunch of different types of games uh, FIFA Street for those back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, did you know that? Oh, actually, no, it wasn't. They didn't do Def Jam Vendetta. It was EA Sports Big. But anyway, that's a whole different uh, kettle of fish. So anyway, uh, everybody mm-hmm. knows the signature line when you're loading up your FIFA and it goes EA Sports to the game. Like, right? Those, so those, those are the guys. Um, so they've been mm-hmm. making a ton of money. What they did, which was very, very smart, way, way back in the day. You know, this is probably 20, 30 years ago. Uh, as the gaming industry mm-hmm. was growing with technology and stuff like that, what EA did is that they went and they bought up a whole bunch of licenses. So at the time, FIFA did not really, mm-hmm. you know, care about the gaming industry. So FIFA was more, okay, we make money off of mm-hmm. our tournaments and the World Cup and this, this and that. Who are these guys that just, they want to, you know, they want to license our name. Okay, yeah. fair enough, whatever. So they, they, they did a pretty you know at the time simple straightforward deal for licensing rights for the name fifa and the brand fifa um and yeah. then ea sports went mm-hmm. on to just buy a whole bunch of licenses they just bunch of random even if it wasn't something they were going to work on they just bought licenses bought 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 all them up right um which ended up being a, a strategy that has helped their longevity to today because now because they have those licenses it's very difficult as another gaming company to be like oh let's make a fifa game right anyway um so now fifa Mm -hmm. seeing all these years that ea sports has made it's a billion dollar fifa is a billion dollar franchise right year on year i think fifa makes ea the most money as a single game if i'm not mistaken so fifa seeing all this money right and they're like nah Mm -hmm. fam and 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 i think the licensing deal is probably like a um what is it maybe like a 200 million or something like that you know uh deal something along those lines so it's just not a huge amount mm-hmm. of money compared to what ea uh, uh fifa was bringing in as a game right so they're seeing this and they're like hi 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 i wait ea sports is doing this all on our backs right and mm-hmm. we need a bigger piece of the pie so if, essentially they wanted to renegotiate with ea to say you know what we want at least double of what our current arrangement is giving us and they wanted rights to um mm-hmm. police certain things that fifa or, or other certain things that ea sports could and couldn't do so ea sports then sat down and said listen yeah. actually no thanks we're not cool with that and the reason we're not cool with that is because mm-hmm. the reason fifa is making so much money the game right is not necessarily the name fifa that yes that's nice to be the flagship game of the sport yeah. but that's the real reason why um, um fifa is making so much money is because i'm sure you've heard of this thing called ultimate team and ultimate team is basically a game mode in fifa where you're essentially creating your own team there's i've actually never really played I, i've never gotten into mm-hmm. ultimate team like that but like you buy it's like you can buy these mm-hmm. um if you invest money into it you build your squad and you can play games with that squad so now you can have your dream team type of thing right ronaldinho with Mm. beckham and whoever and whoever and whoever so like but it's all 
a financially mm-hmm. based type thing. Like if you want to get good quick with your team, Fagogi ten dollars lapo, and then you know you get these boosts and whatever, whatever, whatever. So Ultimate Team is the mm-hmm. actual money maker in the FIFA game because people spend tons and tons and tons of money. So EA Sports yeah. look at it and like, no, nah, listen, that really has nothing to do with FIFA. That has everything to do with our creative team coming up with this, mm-hmm. and that's how we're making bags of money. So they said, listen, ngaling afuni asilinang. We don't, we don't care a damn. That's yeah. basically what EA Sports said. FIFA's like, all right, cool, we're FIFA. So, you know, if you don't want to stick to our terms, we're just going to create our own game. EA is like, sure, go for it. But then EA, the reason they were mm-hmm. willing to do that is because I mentioned a few minutes ago, they bought a whole bunch of licenses. So they have exclusive deals with a bunch of leagues and a bunch of teams for, you know, likenesses and ABC deals. That you 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 would know as a lawyer, as an IP guy, you know. So they have a whole bunch of IP mm. that they own exclusively. So even if, because people are thinking, oh, 2K Sports, which is another huge gaming company, right? They make the NBA 2K games and a couple other, the wrestling games and all that, um, they do. So they were mm-hmm. thinking, oh, okay, FIFA can go to 2K, partner with 2K, and 2K can just make a game. But it won't be as easy because, number one, um, I don't know how to explain it, but in the gaming world, there's sort of like a when you create a game, right? There's the bare bones of it that with each year that a new FIFA comes out, yeah, they're updating a few things. The bare bones are already there, right? So when they're just removing one, two, three, four, five things, but everything else, for the most part, you already have it. So if you're gonna build a whole new FIFA type game, you're gonna have to build it from scratch. Which now with the technology that we have takes a whole lot longer with the, with the amount mm-hmm. of detail that PlayStation, Xbox, and, you know, um, PCs can give now. So so it takes a, to be a coder mm-hmm. in the gaming industry. It's a lot of time that you need to invest. It's not like last, you know, 20 years ago when me and you were in, 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 in primary school and it was like you could make a game in, you know, a couple of months to a year and put it out there because, you know, the standards back then were so much lower. So, so there's that that they had to compete with. And basically, EA made the gamble to say, you know what? It's going to take FIFA realistically a couple of years to be able to come to the market with a game. Not even a good game, but with a game. And in those two, three, four years, that EA is uh, not that, that uh, FIFA is still mucking around trying to come up with a game. Mm-hmm. We are going to be able to establish the brand of EA uh, 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 FC Sports, right? Like that is the new flagship at the end of the day. So for at least two to three years, mm-hmm. Otago of the world will know, okay, this is the same game that I've loved since I've been a kid. It's just got a different name. And honestly, okay. I think EA, EA is going to win this because I don't necessarily care about the name, right? It's like, it's nice. It, it was nice to call it FIFA. But like, if everything I love is still in that, is still under the hood, right? I don't care what the name is, right? If at the end of the day, oh, yeah. if it's still a BMW, but it, you've just taken off the logo of BMW, I'm I'm cool. I have no I have no issues with it. It's going to be very few yeah. people that are going to have issues. And then also the other key thing is, you know, I talked about Ultimate Team, right? There's a lot of things yeah. that you take from Ultimate Team that you can now add to the next year of FIFA, so you don't lose everything that you did on like FIFA 23 and then you're now going to 2024. You can take mm-hmm. a lot of that money invest. So, so it's now, it's almost like an investment portfolio you've been working on for the last five years. You're not just going to pick it's up and be like, ah, actually, uh, FIFA has created a new game. I'm going to go to FIFA because it's FIFA. 
you're going to look at the you mm-hmm. know maybe the 500 to a thousand dollars or more that you've spent over a few years you're like there's no way i'm leaving that like <laughs> you know i'm trying to mm-hmm. improve my team to the utmost degree so all these things kind of came together and i found that to be a very very fascinating um story with regards to like the stuff with rights and all of that but i think ea was brilliant in terms of having that foresight of buying all of those licenses now you've effectively mm-hmm. make made yourself the kingpin in a particular space uh, all right i see and i have a few I have a few questions i guess the mm. first is did why did pro evolution struggle the the remember the the japanese game that um was yeah. konami they used to make it yeah they yeah. they made a game they had i think very interesting almost a gameplay which was ahead of the fifa games at the time mm. but they just didn't have the rights to team names they didn't have you just answered your own question the rights <laughs> to some of the places yeah, yeah. Why, why do you not think because so, you think that do you think ea has enough rights to maintain it going forward absolutely because you, you know what sort of all, all ea sports lost was the fifa name and the world cup and as a, mm-hmm. a person who plays these games like a lot i rarely mm-hmm. ever play the world cup tournament on fifa i read and it only becomes relevant around world cup time right so yeah. you can still have the national teams and you know this this and the third mm-hmm. but like the tournament of the world cup is not going to be there and a couple other things but like the user experience you're still going to have chelsea as chelsea man united as man united and that's why you know to, to answer your other question pro evil failed because i, I, I i'll tell you when i was rights. a kid my mom bought me i think it was fifa uh what fifa 04 I think this is what this is what she bought mm-hmm. me. No, no, no. But it was FIFA 06. And then she also bought... Um, she didn't know the difference. So she bought FIFA 06. And then I played that. And then she went and she like traveled abroad and wherever. And she came back with Pro Evo 5. And mm-hmm. I remember getting Pro Evo and playing it. And then like I was scrolling looking for Chelsea. And I couldn't find Chelsea. So I go and, you know, you, know, yeah. you go to the country, countries, England, and all the, t- the teams that I know and love, I couldn't, I think there was one team, there was one team that Pro Evo had that actually was the team, you know, so like it was, it was so weird and I didn't understand the whole rights thing, mm. right? So I'm like, mom, why would you buy me a game where there's no Chelsea or whatever? And then eventually I realized that then I think on Pro Evolution, Chelsea was called yeah. the Blues. So if you click the blues, then mm. you would now see Chelsea players. And I, I just, it didn't make any sense. And I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't like the fact that, you know, mm. it was Merseyside, the competition. Liverpool was Merseyside red. Yes, exactly. And everything was Merseyside blue. <laughs> it was, so all these yeah. things. And then now you compare to FIFA, where FIFA was like the Chelsea that you know, Stanford Bridge, all those things are all there. Like, why would you stick with Pro Evo? Even if it was... I know there was a time where Pro Evo was the better gaming engine, like you said. But even with that, mm. the FIFA wasn't that far behind for me to be willing to let go of all the other rights and stuff like yeah, that that you don't 100%. get, you know, at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. My other question is... So I think FIFA's decision to take this is they see the amount of money that EA makes just from mm-hmm. selling the game every yeah. single year. And mm-hmm. I think some of the consumer frustrations are that it feels 
It feels like they're doing incremental changes and then charging you full price for the game each year. I think yeah. that's always been... I know from when I was a kid, that would always be um, a frustration in the sense that you get FIFA 0... I think I had FIFA 08. You get mm-hmm. FIFA 08. And then you stay with it for a while because you can't go next year to your parents and say, can you please buy me FIFA 09 for mm. the same price? Like, so imagine every year, you know, you must tell a black parent, every year I must just be buying <laughs> the thing. I need $60. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah, and I guess it's, it's now more expensive nowadays, mm. I'd, I'd assume. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Actually, I think it's, it's still the same, bro, which is the shocking part. It's still so like if you're playing PS4 and below, uh, all the mm. new releases are still at $60. And then for PS5, I believe all new releases are $70. Um, wow. So again, a $10 increase in 20 years of this is, you know, whoever's running that finance division, they, I know, they must come and run the world mm. economy because this is fantastic. <laughs> okay, because I think I think it's about yeah, it is about a thousand thousand for a PS five game mm-hmm. for the new FIFA and PS five about a thousand rand. Back then it was PS two, so you'd get it you'd get it for five hundred, four hundred thereabout, depending mm-hmm. on the game. But I'm just saying, mm-hmm. which I think part of FIFA's thinking is there's a lot of consumer frustration in the sense that you're making us pay full price every year for minor changes to a game do you not think that they'll come in with an incredibly low you know low lower price to entice nah, because just people away from, from EA generally in the gaming industry um, there's a lot of one number one there's a lot of consumer loyalty right um, okay. and number two like with, with, with for just talking purely with FIFA specifically right in terms of the, the game mm. right uh, or one of the FC Sports, that whole mm-hmm. the the uh, what's this thing called the Ultimate Team, that was a goldmine, mm-hmm. bro. Like when they did that and they saw how much people are willing to just buy, 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 right? And how much users okay. per month, per day, for whatever, are actively on Ultimate Team. That's something that FIFA cannot mm-hmm. recreate. Because you would need to number one, and the thing is, you have to choose two things, right? If you if yeah. they decide to go cheap, then that also you're losing on the quality of the game because games are incredibly expensive to make now. Two, to make. what are they going to okay. do about those exclusive rights deals that EA has already? What's your? How do you not become the pro evil of twenty twenty four and twenty twenty five or whatever, right? And then also. If you then have to, if you then decide to go the other way and say, you know, we're just going to make the best gaming engine ever, and that's how people are going to gravitate to us, you're still going to have the same problems in that the the the, the finances of FIFA, the ones who get it to a billion every year, how are you going mm-hmm. to tell those guys leave completely, chiagong, right, and come over to our side? So it's like, for example, with your with your iPhone, if you change mm-hmm. countries, right, you're an SA, your Apple ID is set to South Africa. If you've bought a ton mm-hmm. of movies, let's say Senna buys, you know, you enjoy, you know, certain movies and then you just buy them when they come out on digital. And let's say now you've got like 60 movies on your on your on your phone that you've bought over, you know, 10 years. And then mm-hmm. you move to the America and then now it's time to update to the American app store. And they say, if you update, 
you lose your 60 movies you're gonna mm. think very very long and hard to be like ah like what what apps do i need to in the american cb exactly to yeah. lose all my movies so it's the same exact thing it's like what can fifa do and the problem is now they're gonna have to pour more money into it and just like any other startup you're probably gonna wind up losing money first before you start making money and mm. they have to really like ea has gotten lazy because again they're the big dog with fifa specific mm. specifically there's no there was no other soccer game so like they can afford to make a few changes and be like right again let's go again and we go again Full price. because i want i want my chelsea team to have you know jackson and malo Custo and kuku and all those guys like i want those updates you know i, I can't yeah. be playing fifa 23 and i'm struggling with freaking mountain kai havertz when everybody else is enjoying with the chelsea team that's a lot better you know i want to see potch on the sidelines and yeah. not graham potter so those small things the commentary right them talking about chelsea's last season you know, and all these mm. other stuff, like Thomas Tuchel's like, bro, like, what, two years away from Thomas Tuchel. So all these little things, like, mm. they, they incentivize a buyer, a gamer, to want to update, you know, and if you're the only, and it's like two, NBA 2K, they're not doing too much with their gaming engine either, because EA Sports' NBA Live is a shit game compared to 2K, you know? So 2K mm. knows, Oksalaya is, you're going to buy 2K24. <laughs> it's like yeah. you know they're at that point of 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 you know and in a monopoly where it's just like yeah it don't really matter but i mean i'm not mad at it because you know i think okay. that they, they make enough changes where i'm like okay either you love it or you hate it but you know it feels different because like sometimes if i go back i'm like let me go play fifa 23 or fifa 2022 it feels yep. kind of whack like i'm like i don't know i don't want to play this anymore okay you know let me go back i'll, to I'll have a I'll have a look at it. Maybe it will inspire me to get back. I probably won't get back to gaming. It's too late now. But I'll see if the experience is as good mm. without FIFA annexed to it. Yeah, I think, again, once you get past that thing, because it's just the local, bro. Because everything mm. else is the same. Everything mm. else is there, fam. Like, they even have the Ballon d'Or. <laughs> You're on career mode. You can do Ballon d'Or. Nice. So, okay. it's, 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 um, yeah it's 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 it, they have everything so so as you once you close your eyes after the logo and you hear ea sport i think the ea sports little snippet there is more iconic the than game. the fifa name it's mm. more iconic than the it's purely i'm talking purely in a gaming sense when you ea sports like everybody knows fam like that's you know what i mean like it's 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 it's, it's just an a standard once you hear that you know what it is like even you know my mom used to get annoyed because she'd hear that but yeah you're busy playing your game you know it's like <laughs> so so we all have different emotions negative and positive <laughs> i have to mute the tv before you play <laughs> exactly exactly um okay moving 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 right along um i hope you guys found that interesting because i was very fascinated and passionate about that uh as I am away from home, I could not bombard my wife with this story. So you guys got to hear it first. <laughs> um, Sen, eh, what's mm-hmm. going on with this? Uh, I, I saw the snippet, the, uh, the the Malema speech with with the John Cena behind it. Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, well, part of it, part of it. Um, okay. He had, so EFF had their... I think it's the 10th anniversary 
Mm-hmm. Um, yes, ten years celebrations at 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 FNP Stadium this past week. Um, so the party's really grown. Like, who would have thought Utimalema could fill up oh, an entire stadium ten years ago? But he did that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously he was very energetic. He was rallying people. Uh, so then he did the well. He he ended off with the John Cena theme thing, where the stand or the podium lifts him up into the sky and then and yeah. the whole thing was just it was really nice it was it was it was cool I, I, it I was cinema it was cinema yeah it was cinematic um at the fireworks and the red dontonis how it was it was it was powerful confetti's. it was powerful confettis yeah <laughs> chirungu is not my first language um <laughs> <laughs> but before that he was there's a song that he was singing um, mm. I, I won't restate the lyrics, but there's a song that he was singing. He he's been in trouble over it before. Um, in short, but is it the, the lyrics the go, yeah. Except it's not kiss. You know, it's not kiss. Yeah, uh, yeah. Exactly the the boy. I'll the never farmer. forget that clip though. Like kiss, like this. It's like like this. Yeah, man. So he sang that song during the spitty pity of uh-huh. of the anniversary celebrations. Mm-hmm. And then what's come out is I I didn't expect it to to be this big, but it is this big. Is the West has reacted negatively? The DA, oh, really? yeah, the DA has filed criminal charges against him for hate speech and inciting violence against white people. Um. Essentially, he is, yeah, he's being accused of uh, inciting genocide in South Africa. So obviously a lot of right-wing activists or right-wing politicians in the West are running with it as if, you know, that's facts. So before I I go into the context of the song and the history and Mm. all of it, Mr. Maposa, what do you, what's your two cents? Um... I know, yeah, he's he's definitely not shy in terms of that, you know, the, 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 that, that song, and he's been in hot water, at least within the country, uh, because of that. But I think uh, when, you, when you're an individual like Julius Malema, with the type of party that you run, um, mm-hmm. most people would say they're far-right, you know, and it's what I would expect of any far-right party. Like, far-right parties Far have... Left. Uh, left. No, it's right. Left is liberal, is it? Uh, in an African context, he is left. So oh, really? in an American context, yeah, in an American context, I think America is split between liberal and conservative. I think liberal and yeah. conservative doesn't work that much in South Africa, isn't that definition, the American oh. sort of definition of it. So here there would be a left in the sense that they are for radical economic transformation, Yes. They are for yes. land redistribution. And then more centrist and right would be people are like, uh uh-uh, uh, keep the land the way it is, no need for change. It must stay the same. So when we um, studied is Russia and Labo Bolshevik Revolution, weren't those niggas on the right? Again, context to context. I think each country has its own sort of context. Uh, I thought it was a world standard. Okay. All right, fair. No, no, no. So he's very 
so anyway it's the same thing any political party that is on the extreme end of what most mm. conservative people would think to be you know things that they don't align with right yeah. um you will typically see stunts like this on a regular basis so for me i was like uh it's kind of par for the course uh and and it, it didn't really shock me um and 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 at the end of the day he's trying to garner support and 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 if you think about the Nazis, right, and and World War Two, and how Hitler came to power. It's such mm-hmm. a fascinating story, because, mm-hmm. you know, had certain things been handled properly, people don't turn to extremists if things are going fine. That's just mm-hmm. we've seen that over and over and over again in history. Anytime a dictator takes over things, or anytime someone who's very mm-hmm. extreme takes over things, it's because the people get to a place where they're just like, you know what, I'm tired. You know, I'm like, you guys, mm. you, y'all taking me for idiot. And this guy is saying what I want to hear. When Trump won the election, he was telling middle America exactly what they wanted to hear. You know, the blue collar workers, mm-hmm. he was telling them exactly what, you know, they they, they felt like they were being hurt. And, yeah. you know, I, 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 I always, I always accuse. Yeah. And, and I mean, I, I, I always accuse the liberals of like, the problem is you guys, you think you're intelligent. So much so that you end up becoming snobs to other people that you deem yeah. less intelligent, and that's where all the beef starts. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, the, 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 those people typically outnumber you. Those ones that you think are less are less intelligent. They typically are yeah. a majority in some way, shape, or form. They're influential and they in vote. some way, shape, or form. If someone can galvanize them, exactly, and they vote. Like if someone mm-hmm. can, can galvanize and tell them. Tell them a bunch of racist shit, all of a sudden, jiggy jiggy, see what happens, right? Same thing with Malema. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, people laughed at him in the beginning, right? Here yeah, you are an outcast of ANC. Hey, what, what, what? Don't waste my time. And it's like, oh, okay, shop. And through his chaos and disorder over the years, the funny moments in parliament, people are buying into it. You saw when the, he did the national shutdown, right? In a few months ago. Was it a few? Was it this year? Or was that us yeah, last year? it was a few months ago. It was a few months ago. Yeah, and like genuine, there was genuine turnout. People tried to be like, "Hey, it was a flop or whatever," but you still see that there's genuine turnout. And this is, and if South Africa keeps going in the direction that it's going, like I don't mm. know, man, Malema's not that far from 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 pulling an upset. Is <laughs> really not that. Like if if I want to do bigger enough. Mm. They could really look at him because what he's saying, you know, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're able to vilify the white man successfully and you, yeah. you, you say, listen, your problems are because of the white man. I'm going to get rid of the white man and yeah. we live happily ever after. That one plus one equals two is, is some for is angry, good maths for, for angry for, people. For angry black youths. Yeah, for angry black yeah. youths. I, I agree with what you said. I agree with everything you said. Oh, you would say even about Dalla, bro. People who still have the <laughs> scars, scars of apartheid, bro. Come on, it doesn't take, mm. it doesn't take a lot, it doesn't take a lot mm. to trigger that. What I feel like makes this the song itself, right? So maybe let's mm. let's deepen the song. The song is if you take the words verbatim, right, and you mm. read them as they are, and then you take them to BBC, CNN, and all these guys, it's obviously not going to look or sound great, right? Yeah, it, yeah. it, it. it Point blank, I don't think anyone can argue that those lyrics almost imply a call to action to to kill people in South Africa, which is unfortunately 
when when you sing songs like that, that mm. you, you bring criticism to yourself in that regard. Like you're opening up yourself for misinterpretation because the, the lyrics say A, B, C, right? Mm. Where I think it gets blown out of proportion is when we ignore the context. Um, because the song used to be a struggle song which was sang during apartheid era times, right? Back yeah. then, I guess it made sense, but it was never a call to kill people. It was always a call to action against racism, um, of which back then the farmer probably represented a racist who would abuse farm workers and kill you and beat you and all these things, right? Yeah. That's where it, it comes from. So over time, I think it's lost significance in in that. It's just, it's just a song that people sing, right? It doesn't have yeah. a let's go and do this which is unfortunately how it's been interpreted all over the world right so now everyone is like mm. Malema calls on people to do xyz which isn't the case right people are just singing yeah in Goma. and, and there's then no you, violence that we know of that's broken out against white people as, as a result of the song they'll argue yeah. and say no actually there have been some farm murders in south africa which there have been People have been killed in their mm. farms in the country. Whether or not those are racially motivated or they're because of Malema's sentiments, some people mm. um, within Malema's party actually argue that actually farm murders were happening long before the EFF arrived. If you lived in an yeah. isolated area in South Africa, the chances of you being subject to violent crime are high. A very, very uh, high. So it's, it's and Ngoban Abalama Plazi, Amaki. So. Yeah. So it becomes yeah. it becomes such a difficult conversation to have when you're on either end, I think, because those people are looking at the lyrics of the song and they're interpreting it as they read it. The mm-hmm. tricky part, and obviously there's there's, I'll call it anxiety that comes with being a minority population in an African dominated country, because I think there was always a fear that ah. What if these people decide one day they want to rise against us and do Pulem Kabe, right? Where it's like, we're just yeah. taking. <laughs> the, the tricky part in South Africa is those guys won't have anywhere to go. So it's a scary thing. Hey, That's why... Cabin, is it? Uh, we'll go into another discussion <laughs> about But there's no cabin, right? This is home. This is home. This is home. So in, in, when you think about it, without that context everyone is shouting over each other about things they probably don't understand. So you've got um, the West who are now saying, ah, no, he's calling people to kill the... Like, no, he's, that's not what he's doing. He's just singing a song, which was a struggle song. At this moment, it's not a call to action on anything. It's more just the, hey, Zabalazam Tomiyama fight against oppression. That's what it yeah. is. But on the other side, there's this, I'll call it white anxiety that comes with being white living in South Africa which one day even Lizo Chiga and then these guys are gonna come after us. And so when Malema says and when when Malema (laughs) says stuff like that, right? Then and you don't have that context, you're going to look at it and go, Hey, that day has come. Which isn't I mean you know you know what's funny? Um this is kind of a slight, slightly adjacent, right? But okay, first, before I even get to my other point, what you said initially, where are they going to go? Senna, you know, if shit really hit the roof, oh, though, yeah. the Western countries would open their doors so fast, right? With the, 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 you saw what they did for Ukraine. 
Now Kiwa Kiwas. Oh, come on, fam. Like they would come collect them in the UN jumbo jets mm. immediately. Really, they wouldn't even play it. But anyway, that's not the point. What I was saying was mm-hmm. um with with with, with with that kind of you know mentality of like you know a, a, a good population of white South Africa kind of is sleeping with one eye open per se, right? Of like if these guys just woke up and decided, it it kind of what, what what's funny is that what I would say to someone who thinks that way is like, now do you get how egregious, you know, the sins that were committed, you know, at that particular time? Oh, right, because they they also there is a tendency of trying to play shit down a lot of the yes. time, not just specifically in South Africa about slavery, about you know different African countries that were colonized where people were just like ah hey, you know hey, it yeah. was 1980, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of that sentiment, yeah. and like you know for someone to be like nah nah guys if they especially you know South Africa is that one country where they South Africa Zim I think maybe even Zambia there's a quite a decent population of, of white people South Africa being the I think the highest population mm-hmm. um, you know if you're gonna live and be like you know what you know if it wasn't that bad then I think you, you, I would have an attitude of like yeah you know by, by now sure we should have gotten over it right if it really wasn't that deep that's my mentality but because it is that deep and it was really terrible what happened mm-hmm. at that time like they know and it's like so why is it then when people try to have these race relates race relation conversations it's like no it was you know, I was, firstly i wasn't even there da, da, da. like it's like they want to you know really bring down the seriousness of it as much as possible in different ways you know yes, so it's like pick, pick a side pick a side you know um do, do you think they're and, and I agree with you. The conversation does get watered down to an extent where I probably only f- you feel not you feel the effects, but you get to appreciate the sheer violence that these things were when you watch uh, Sarafina or Mapanzula or in America when you watch Roots, right? Yeah. That's when you actually. That's when people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it was this bad, <laughs> because over yeah. the years. It's been a oh yeah no. There was this thing that happened, dark history and apartheid. We want to talk about it. It's apartheid. Then Mandela came out in Kumbaya, right? Which hasn't mm-hmm. been the case. I think some people still harbor a lot of resentment, and the yeah. EFF to an extent represents that anger, especially amongst you know the, the we younger will people. Never forget. Yeah, type of yeah. It's like always bringing the conversation back to ah uh-uh, we haven't forgotten. The NC has probably tried to play the post nineteen ninety four. They've been trying to govern. Uh, and and making a mess of that as well, but there's an aspect yeah. of where they're a bit more centrally. Like, ah, let's keep things as they are. It's okay. We've gone through it. Uh, unity, united South Africa for all. I think the EFF is angrier as a party, and they're like, ah, uh-uh, we haven't yeah. forgotten. We need to move in a specific direction, and that's scary. If you're mm-hmm. living in with, with that anxiety, you're going to, hey, you know, at some point, these guys might decide civil war or something and then songs like that i'm just saying witty i'm trying to explain from 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 both sides i'm not trying to take a so, side actually because we, we we have mm-hmm. um sorry to interrupt you but since we have so many listeners from nigeria <laughs> if someone you know or if a random listener who is not aware right wanted to like understand like what what song are you talking about like 
what would you look up? Like, if you want to read the lyrics to be like, okay, what the hell is Malema actually talking about and why is it so serious? As in what they should look up. So Yeah, like, what, how do you find the song? So, just go on YouTube, go, uh, just search Malema, kill the farmer, and then you'll see the song. And then <laughs> wow, that's dark. He's, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's, so he's been, this is not the first time he's done it, right? So, there was the first time a few years yeah. ago, he got on stage with a gun like an AK-47, and he was singing the song Kill the Farmer, this time carrying a gun, right? Um, mm. And then the whole thing went to the high courts, and then the court said, no, the song itself, when you understand the historical context of it, the instances with which it's been sung isn't actually a racist song or an incitement mm. of violence or inciting genocide, right? So the court basically held the view that I've been saying, which when you look at it historically, songs like that have now just become part of everyday struggle songs which Africans sing as a call to action. Not a call to kill people, but just as a call to some sort of action. And there's many of yeah. them, right? This is just one of them. Um, there's a song called Dubula Dubula. I'm not sure if you know it. Dubula Dubula Dubula. No, <laughs> oh, that's by Kabel. But there's... <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's another one called Umamuya Chabula. Umamuya nope. Chabula, Mangishaya, blah, blah, blah. Umamuya Chabula. <laughs> Why do you know so many struggle songs? <laughs> so, I went to university during the years of Fees Must Fall. <laughs> oh, yes, 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 yes. Fees Must Fall. I forgot about that. Yeah, man. So you get to, you get to learn some of these songs. And then on top of that... Um, there's own playlists online if you want to to check them out. But I'm just saying, Guti, I don't think they've ever been intended to be violent, and if they were in the beginning, they're not anymore. But I understand why people are so defensive when they hear stuff like that. And then Julius does this intentionally, right? I think he does it because mm. he knows it'll get people talking about him. Yeah. In a way. Yeah, yeah Absolutely. Absolutely. It's, it's, I mean, again, like I said at the beginning, right, when you are the head of an extremist party, like you have to grab headlines because you don't have the majority. You guys are literally a minority, a rowdy minority in the corner. And that's how you grow. Right. By by consistently being the loudest voice in the room until someone goes, ha, huh, that kind of makes sense. You know, and, and, and it, it's, it's, you know, yeah. you just reminded me of a, of a clip that I saw. Um, I think maybe you even saw it. It was uh, Ro Timmy. You know the guy on Power. I forget what is. What, yeah, uh, the guy from what Power. What his name was? What his character Afro was? Guy. Yeah, exactly. So he was he was in an interview and he was talking about how um, Power grew, like, and what Fifty Cent did. So because Power was on Stars, and this was at the time that Empire. Remember Empire? This, like, yeah. I don't even know why we liked that show. <laughs> but anyway, so Empire was on Fox. They had a huge budget. So like Fox is a super established studio. So really, if your show is on Fox, there's big bucks, right? You're, mm -hmm. on, you're on primetime TV, generations, you say America type thing, right? That time slot. Mm -hmm. So 50 was like, we can't compete with a $100 million budget that they have for advertising. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to start beef with Taraji and I'm going to start beef with Terrence Howard. And you, what, what's going to happen is I'm going to do it in such a way that they've got no choice than to, to talk about power when they get interviewed. So then mm -hmm. they started to be beef between the shows. Which, oh, power versus empire. 
which one you know is the better show so mm-hmm. that was marketing genius from him U50 Cent because they don't have the budget to to, 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 to to gain traction but if you start beef and we see it all the time in the rap industry and other industries so and so are talking shit about each other mm-hmm. few diss tracks and then all of a sudden someone is dropping an album right yeah. that's how you create that hype that energy so as a you know in, in, in bringing it back to Malema that's all he can do for now as he gathers support and for me when i saw the number of people in that stadium mm-hmm. and the amount of noise mm-hmm. i was like listen fam people need to pay attention to the eff like this is it's no longer your little party and and whatever whatever maybe it's not at anc level but like it's getting to that point where you know especially the anc keeps you know resting on its laurels you know people are still struggling with load shedding the rand's getting weaker there's no mm-hmm. jobs like it yeah yeah it, it can get tricky very very quickly exactly exactly um even elon's involved himself in this i'm not sure if you saw but someone posted mm. a clip of the whole thing um of the of malema singing the song so obviously i think this was mm-hmm. a, an american commentator like oh no this black party in south africa is singing the song they want to kill white people blah mm. blah blah elon mm. gets involved He's been bullied by South Africans the whole morning, so he tags. <laughs> what did What did he say? He tags Cyril Ramaphosa, and he basically he basically said, "No, this is an open attack on uh, on whites in South Africa." Let me actually find the the response. They are openly pushing for genocide of white people in South Africa. Cyril Ramaphosa, what? Why do you say nothing? So he tags Cyril. Obviously, those who know, you know, Elon was born in, in South Africa, and then he only in South Africa. Yeah, I only moved to the States of, at, at 18 or 19 or whatever it was. Um, so, so that's, as as you're saying, Uguti, the more popular the EFF gets, the more stuff mm-hmm. like this and songs like this will always rally or always make yeah. other people very anxious. Even if, as black mm-hmm. people, you may understand a context behind it, which they don't. I mean, again, if Malema is smart, he'll still leverage that and be like, hey, you see, they're trying to silence us, da-da-da, kind of more support. All of a sudden, people are like, yeah, you see? Well, he replied to Elon. You know. uh, He said to Bulela Masepa. Mr. Boy, can you offer a translation for our Nigerian listeners? <laughs> oh, Bolela Masipa, for all who don't understand what it is, it's basically um, a Sutu slash Bedi way of saying you're talking shit. Masipa being shit. Bunch of crap! Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, man, I'd be interested anyway. to see how this goes with all these cases now being opened against them. I don't think it'll go anywhere, but yeah, let's see. I mean, the more is in the spotlight, you know, if they handle it the way I think they're going to handle it, I think it's going to end up being mm. a net win for the EFF. Um, Probably. Because that that lack of cultural awareness, if you just go in and you try and prosecute someone. Again, we don't learn from history, guys. We've seen this movie in different countries. Like, it's just... I really hope they're smarter about this, but anyway, it is what it is. Um, Allow me, Mr. Boyer, to go in a little bit of a rant. I don't even know if it's a rant. Um, have you been watching the Secret Invasion show on Disney Plus? No. I don't think so. Okay. Don't waste your time. 
Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it was one of those shows I was really, really looking forward to mm-hmm. in terms of the, 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 the MCU Marvel shows. It was, yeah. and, and the reason why I was looking forward to it is because Secret Invasion is the title of a comic series that is iconic if you pay attention to Marvel, right? It's one of those epic storylines, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah, that was a big one. That was a dope one. Like, we, yeah, everyone agrees, right? This was a hit. Yeah. Um, so the problem now is if you attach yourself to a storyline that epic, you, and you and you and you don't deliver on par or go above. A lot of people are going to be mm-hmm. upset, right? And uh, okay. you know, part of those lot of people, you know, are the towers of the world. So just to give you and the audience a little bit of context of what Secret Invasion actually was in the comics, right? It was an event where there's this alien race called the Skrulls, and the Skrulls are known for being able to shape shift into anyone. Right, so they can take your identity, as an example. Um, so the Skrulls decided to invade Earth, um, and it was like a proper espionage. Like you know, like you, you're watching the Avengers, and then all of a sudden, um, it was common lecture. But for the purposes of this, let's say you're watching the Avengers, um, and then who died? Tony Stark, right? In Avengers yep. Endgame, Tony Stark uh, dies in Avengers Endgame, and all of a sudden, when as Tony died he reverts from his human form into his scroll form and everybody there is just like what the actual fuck what is this because this is not tony so yeah. where is the, the real tony and what the hell is this like you know so that's 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 how it it, it then kicked off right and then the, the the heroes in the marvel universe were slowly trying to figure out who is a scroll and who's not because the scrolls had already infiltrated different parts of society. Yeah, because already looks the heroes, like something all I wouldn't thing. enjoy. Why? I'm just listening. That's going on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, it's very, very fascinating because it's like, it, I, I, I like things that have a lot of tension, right? Where it's like, oh, who could be a scroll? Who's on the, you know, who's who's evil? Who's not? Like, there's, there's a lot mm-hmm. going on. So again, it's a huge storyline. Like, there's a, I won't even go into all the details, but that's the basic thing, right? That's what happened, and everybody's kind of loved that story, yeah? Mm-hmm. So now Marvel comes, and they're like, right, we're recreating this epic storyline, and it's going to now center around Nick Fury, Samuel L. Jackson, and a couple other characters. Mm-hmm. So initially, I'm like, okay, I wonder how they're going to do this, because this storyline needs all the superheroes. And guess what? The storyline in the show had none of the superheroes. How? The only superhero that was there was um, uh, Iron Man's best friend, Rhodey, right? War Machine. Okay. And he didn't mm-hmm. even put on his uniform. Like, it was, it was Rhodey as a civilian, right? So, it, literally, it, had, it was complete, almost completely devoid. The only thing that was consistent is mm-hmm. that it was the same theme of Skrulls were trying to take over, you know, the, the world, Right. That's really what it was. But like everything else had nothing to do with the secret secret invasion storyline. My mm-hmm. frustration was I don't think the show was terrible. Like it wasn't a zero out of ten. I yeah. think I'd give it a five. Uh, 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 the finale, I'd give it a one out of ten. But all okay. the, the five episodes outside of the finale, I'd give them a six out of ten. Right? Um, okay. Because it was decent. But I think the reason, and, and I don't like it when studios do this. 
if you attach yourself to something that a lot of people care about, a storyline that is so famous, and you don't have the tools to do it, right? Mm-hmm. That's a big problem. Okay. That's a huge problem. It's 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 the pro evil problem. How can you give <laughs> us a soccer game, and I can't use Chelsea, and I can't use, like I mean like I don't have it, I've right? Got no it's, names. It's, it's, that's not. Yeah, it's like no. Like if you're gonna take it in a different direction, it's like no. I want if you're gonna say soccer game, I want to be able to play the Premier League in La Liga in Syria. Like give me that. And you, if you're gonna tell me it's got none of that, and it's got a bunch of no name players, but you're still playing football. It's like, I, well, I don't care about that. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm not interested. So I, I, that, that's where I think the series f- took the wrong turn. They had made up characters and, you know, characters who were irrelevant in the comics become relevant. And I think that's where it went. Like, I, I don't like, I think, had they named it something else? Maybe they named it, um, what's this thing called? I don't know. I don't know whatever they would have said, the Dawn of the Scrolls or whatever. I think I would have been much more forgiving because I'd have just taken it as it's a new storyline that they were trying and it was hit or miss. But when you attach it to something that everybody knows, you know, there's so if you go on YouTube, there's so many videos on YouTube right now of people who are saying, oh, um, you know, oh, here's the actual secret invasion storyline. It's so much better. And like people actually talking about the actual storyline for those yeah. who might not know it. You know, and if you if you manage to, it's it's another step in how Marvel has has managed to really shit the bed ever since. And <laughs> like I, I was this about is to like ask. Arsenal level bottling, dog. It's shocking. I'm a DC guy, and even I'm sad for these zones. Like, how do you how do you mess it up so bad? But what do you years? think the issue is? If you were to honestly, fix I think it's it's, it's a lack of things vision. at Marvel now. It's a lack of vision. Mm. If you if you had to say okay cool we've had a good fifteen year run at at things we're at the top of the cinema yeah. top of the charts we made movies that have broken all the records I mean yeah. two thousand and eight to twenty when did Endgame come out twenty nineteen twenty nineteen so maybe a ten add, year run bro yeah it's a good ten year run of making the best movies on the planet do you not think Guti they've yeah. peaked and their time has come and gone. Because I don't see myself personally being as mm. invested in Marvel as I was throughout the Infinity Saga. Maybe I watched an Spider-Man, so, but yeah. the rest of the movie... I, I was even watching Guardians. Guardians is, is, is decent, um, mm-hmm. but I could feel... Look at, I still haven't seen it. Yeah. Even, even this is a bit, you know, it's a bit of a struggle for me. Because back in the day, any Marvel movie comes out that ties into the Infinity Saga, you're within. Even if it's half decent, yeah. you're like, ah, okay, cool. Yeah. It fits into an overall mm-hmm. story, I see. Now, at the moment, mm-hmm. Ngati were all over the place. Yeah. Angaz. Yeah. But I, that's the vibe I'm getting. I, th- I, think I think they've peaked and the time has come and gone. I think the way that you, you, um, you know, the, the big mistake, right, is obviously, I think the pandemic is a big factor. It's a, it's a factor in the sense that when the pandemic happened, a lot of movies, um, you know, were put on hold, but a lot of shows went ahead. A lot of TV shows went ahead. So Marvel then started throwing a whole bunch of TV shows at us and like, ah, okay, because streaming went through a huge boom, 
Netflix, mm-hmm. Disney Plus, HBO, all of them. Huge because we're all at home sitting on our asses. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of money in streaming, right? Nothing so that's not cinemas. So obviously, exactly. Cinemas are closed, COVID, all that stuff. So all the companies think with, you know, they're not like, oh, men think with their dicks. Hollywood thinks with their wallets. That's, they saw the money and they were like, right, streaming. And then started pumping out a whole lot of, you know, uh, up and down quality shows. That's number one. Number two, the setters of the world were like, I'm not committed to watching all of these shows. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm just not. And the moment Senna missed the first two shows, it was just a downward spiral. You've lost Senna, now you've lost millions of other people who are like, ah, you know what, call me when the movies are back. Let's see what's happening. The movies come back, but the movies, now Senna, because he's missed some of the shows, Senna's like, what's going on? Like, what's this multiverse thing and this and this and that? Ah, but I always that. Like, there's no through line. At mm-hmm. the end of the day, so I think what what, what what the pandemic happening and them shifting folks to streaming was a big deal. But I just think they got a bit too um, confident because when I saw their lineup, I think it was even pre-pandemic when they announced, you know, twenty twenty before the pandemic hit. Uh, they announced their lineup for the next couple of years, I think. Mm-hmm. And I saw Uti, the next Avengers film was in 2025. <laughs> like I was like, ah. Between 2019 and 2025, you know, there's going to be no Avengers. And then mm. they had a bunch of these weird um, titles in between. And I was like, guys, like, I, I know the, the, the MCU stands are loyal, but like, I don't know if they're that loyal that they're going to sit and watch some of these things. And, and also, they didn't want to start, they didn't want to keep paying Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans, Chris Hemsworth. Those guys, because of the MCU, they were money makers now. Like, so to mm-hmm. get those guys in a movie became incredibly expensive. Mm-hmm. So they're like, ah, you know what? We've built our momentum. Let's toss the OGs to the side and then let's work with everybody else. Because we're Marvel. We just have to show up. And, you know, again, they thought they were EA Sports. They thought they were FIFA, rather. But I yeah. just show up with the name and y'all are just going to eat whatever we put out. And now, you know, consumers are showing them with the app. I mean, listen, with the way streaming is, and a lot, of, a lot of movies are coming to streaming within about 45 days of release on average, mm-hmm. unless it's a super, yes. like a banger. Banger of a movie like Avatar. Avatar took a while. The second Avatar mm-hmm. took a while to hit Disney+. Plus. Long, long time. I think maybe four months or something like that. Whereas all the other movies, 45 days, The Flash, The Flash was a bomb. It was on digital within 30 days, bro. 30 days of release, it was on digital. Yeah, so you could purchase it at the Apple store or wherever mm-hmm. you buy, you know, your movies or rent it or whatever. I'm sure even on box office, on TSTV, it's a corner like this. So those type of things. So pe- because consumers now know, you know what, quota and I just chill about 30 to 45 days, I can just watch this on, on my home. And because of COVID, a lot of people invested in the entertainment systems. Mm-hmm. So... What it means is now Tubbo's got a fancy TV, a fancy home theater system, and a sound bar that kicks ass. And I'm happy to watch movies at home. Yes. I've got, and, and, that's, and that's, that's true as fuck. I am happy to sit at home and watch movies because the TV I have is glorious and I'm happy. I'm good. I'm not desperate to go to the cinema. Exactly. So, and, and cinemas haven't stepped up their game to make me want to go to the cinema. No, in so fact, all of these factors, you know, they come together. Like they're making us pay a hundred rand per person for popcorn mm. and coke. That's all I had. So I went to the cinema this past weekend. 
um, Mr. Maps. I ain't watch Barbie. To watch what? And to watch Barbie. I I I good to team. Can you can you just repeat that for the, for the for the people? Uh, the people of Lagos cannot hear you. What, what are you saying? My person bought us tickets to go watch Barbie, and because I always drag her to watch Fast and Furious, and all these other things, I agreed, and we went to watch Barbie. Did you wear pink as well? Yes, I wore a pink T-shirt. I don't have oh pictures though. Yeah, I was gonna say you need to post pictures. Did you take a picture in the box <laughs> like I did? No, I did not. I did not. I did okay. not. But Huxley did. All right. Yeah, there's hope too. for you. <laughs> <laughs> also, there was like there was like a long queue and all these girls. I'm not about to fight with five year olds. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, did you like the movie? Actually, speaking of, um, I'll come back to 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 Barbie the movie. But I was just saying, okay. like a general cinema's point, it's. It's hard, bro. Popcorn and coke for a hundred bucks to come watch a movie with a bunch of strangers on a big screen. I might as well take that two hundred, which I end up spending on the popcorn, mm. and then just buy my own nicer snacks and <laughs> right? get my heater there. I don't have to pay for parking and do like. All what if I want to try and and meet? Okay, to well, watch my movie, you know, like I was, I was talking like <laughs> other snacks, because, but you've lost me there. <laughs> you've lost me there. But I'm, I'm, I'm talking more, more along the lines of there's just so much admin to get to the cinema. It has to be worth it. Otherwise, mm. you're going to lose a lot of us, especially me, like who's a casual movie watcher at best. Um, and as far as your question regards to Barbie, it's. I don't think it's a child's movie, first of all. Mm-hmm. I can say that I think a lot of little girls went there to watch Barbie. Oh, Barbie, Barbie. It's definitely not a, a kid's movie. It's it's a movie just attacking patriarchy. And yeah, dude, it's it's it was it was I don't think it was fun to watch, but it was mm. it had a lot of interesting social issues to see um when you watch it. So kind of I'm not going to watch it. So Yeah, well. Uh, yeah. Look, you're not missing out on anything, but it's that whole <laughs> <laughs> It's a girl power movie. You know, it's it's that's uh, what it is. So So wait, is it, is it is it like preachy in the sense that like you're like, "Oh my god." Like or is it is it a bit more classy with the way it's that It's very it preachy. It's very preachy. Um but but I mean, look, so I, you, and so you so you felt like you were being beaten over the head with feminism? I won't say that, but in the movie, typically, <laughs> <laughs> you're trying to tiptoe the line. <laughs> I'm trying to. Well, I'm trying to do two things, right? I'm trying to tiptoe the line and not say the wrong thing, but at the same time, I'm also conscious that people haven't watched the movie and they might want to watch, so I don't want to spoil it. Um, I don't, but tell them the truth. Okay, it's it's a very girl power movie. It looks to address the effects of patriarchy on the world but at the same time it promotes a very very strong brand of matriarchy where women are in powerful positions and men are not anything men are more subservient and then movie takes a turn when men start realize when men start realizing that they have rights and fighting for them and then the women oppress, oppress them it's yeah like i said oh wow <laughs> it's that's yeah that's Exactly. It's, That's not it's me, dog. Preaching in that respect, but 
when you look at the underlying messages, it's just meant to empower women, empower little girls to show that they can be anything. You can be president, you can be a lawyer, you can be this, you can be this. It mustn't just be Barbie world where you get your wins. You should be able to get your wins in the real world. Like I said, hmm. it is a bit preachy. Um, it wasn't as funny. Like I thought it would be something like where I would laugh at least, but there's there's not much hmm. of that. There, there's very oh, you didn't messages. even laugh. I don't think it was funny to that extent. Wow, that's interesting. It was just no, that's very interesting. yeah. It was it was heartfelt, right? You watch it and you're like, huh, okay. No, I'd be pissed. Oh my god, if I saw that in theaters, why? And I just spent money on on popcorn and like a drink and like because here, Pilla, for us, for popcorn and and a drink, you're probably spending about four fifty rand Hectic. for us. And now you've spent that type of money, and you're being beaten over the head with messaging where it's like, listen, I'm not really interested. You know, it's it's ah no, come on, like and 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 you're, and you're not the target audience. Like again, I understand that there's a lot of people who are gonna love the movie mm-hmm. or have even seen it and they're excited, like oh my god, this is what we needed. Da da da. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for you. I'm glad, mm-hmm. right? Sharp. But I'm just talking to someone that this is not for. Oh no, I'd be fuming. Fam. I would be so annoyed because. At the very least, so like what they try to do with, with um, this is a completely different thing, but like with kids' movies, right? Mm-hmm. Because they know kids will come to the cinemas with parents, yes, right? A lot of the time, like 80% to 90% of the time, yeah. If you know, Q's going to the cinema, yeah, um, they try to infuse adult themes in movies. So if you go back and watch some of the movies we watched as kids, and you're like, oh, shit, they had this joke and this and that. They add in these little things because they know there's adults in the cinema that he needs to get some form of enjoyment mm-hmm. and not just kind of sleep in the theater because I'm here with my son, you know? So there's that messaging. Um, and if you don't have that, yeah. So the, the, there's, the, there's the messaging for the kids, right? Where it's like, oh, yeah, this is the, you know, it was about don't ever give up on yourself, da-da-da. You know, you can be whatever you want to be. But then there's also other parts for adults. It was like, oh, yeah, there was an adult through line and an adult storyline that, you know, a Senna can follow. Mm-hmm. And be like, huh, okay. You walk away like, oh, that was an interesting story. You know what I mean? Like, you don't feel like it was a giant waste of your time. So if if Bobby doesn't have that, like, to, to you know, for uh, a Senna who's accompanying their partner pretty much, mm-hmm. right? Um, then it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's a giant waste of time. You know? Then it's like, okay, just make your money from who's whoever is interested and that's a, a kind of a missed opportunity you know yeah but anyway i mean the movie is doing well financially no no it's, so it's doing, i think it will hit a building big we said to the to the galleys that look for 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 this wasting our time you guys owe us oppenheimer <laughs> so <laughs> really yeah, we have to. so we now need to do and that oppenheimer's three hours <laughs> <laughs> but but like i said but you i i i, I I don't know, man. I think I might wait for Oppenheimer to come out on, on digital because the three hours, like, nigga, it, bruh. It for is. a slow burner of a movie, I think I might, I might need my couch for that from one. Home. Yeah, 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 definitely, 100%. Um, but yeah, the, the other thing, <laughs> preachy movies, have you seen that the new Snow White has, well, the coming Snow White, and maybe Disney's playing themselves into... I didn't even know there was a Snow White movie coming. Oh, there's a Snow White movie. There's a Snow White movie coming. Snow White is Latina. Um, the seven dwarfs aren't dwarfs. They're just normal people. Um, 
How? Yeah, because they want to be inclusive, right? Inclusive of what? But this is what we spoke about. Remember when we were talking about the Little Mermaid? Oguti, bro, these mm-hmm. little gestures don't mean anything. They don't change black people's lives. Honestly. Like, go and... Cut. Snow White is meant to... Her skin is white as snow, right? Keep that skin as oh, white oh, as also, snow. Also, this is... This is it's, it's hella ironic that you want to be inclusive and then, like, you feel like you, when... You, there's a movie with dwarfs like perfectly cast into the movie you're like no let's get rid of the dwarfs for normal people (laughs) it's like (laughs) i swear bro we're we're tying ourselves into no into all sorts of knots with with this it's it's a push for inclusivity but sometimes i think we're losing purpose and direction as to where we're actually going and what actually matters because this I don't think is something yeah no that's dumb that, I, I don't know what's going on at Disney man like Disney hey bruh like I don't know Disney if you're listening guys like bring me in like as I'll consult for you guys because you're just not this is not it fam mm-hmm. like it, there's certain things where it's just okay I don't know what's the significance of making her Latina that's, the, that's what I like you already have you know white people fighting and and that that that's your demographic with, you know, the highest income per person or per capita, whatever mm-hmm. you calculated as, right? You're already pissing off those dudes because they feel like all oh, this inclusivity thing is getting it's a get rid of white people drive. Mm-hmm. And it's like if there was ever one movie, you'd be like, All right, fine. You know, let like, them be it's not like that, guys. Let me, like bro, this is this is like as a like as a black man, bro. Let him have it, bro. <laughs> like listen, I don't want the way. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Like there's no, I don't think there's anyone from a, from any other ethnicity that was clamoring like yo, a black Snow White, mm-hmm. <laughs> a black Snow White would <laughs> You know, it's just ah, bro. Like just let him have it. Tell the story as it's supposed to be. Have the dwarfs. And like, just, I don't know. Like, I don't know who's in these boardrooms. And like, you know what? Yeah, this makes sense. Like, it's, it, it, that's how out of touch some of these people are. Set. But but, but, but that's why I very, think. That's why I know, think we've become. Concerning. I think I think liberal America, especially, has become obsessed with inclusivity and. I won't say wokeness because I think white people also ruined that word. But I'll say inclusivity and. I'll probably just use inclusivity, I guess, to an extent where we're now just mm. losing sight of, okay, does this make sense? Like, no one's stopping to say, does this make sense? Like, what are we what are we achieving with this? Is, yeah. is, is this logical, common sense-wise? Like, go right, go crunch up. And then they'll be making me agree with people like Jess Morgan <laughs> with some of these takes. I'm like, uh-uh, guys. <laughs> exactly, bro. You got us agree with Piers Morgan. That's that's concerning in and of mm. itself. Like where it's like, guys, like this is there's a way. I feel like there's a way to be inclusive where it's it, it feels rewarding, mm. right? And and my thing is like, so remember when we were on Twimbos and they were talking about that Ki, Kizazi Moto yeah. Disney Disney exactly. Plus show. To me, that's dope. Like that's you know, give us that. I'm not trying to. I don't care that, you know, uh, there's a black little mermaid. Like, I want authentic African stories. That's what's going to appeal to me, yep. you know. But unfortunately, the problem is they want to make money. And they're like, ah, you know, if we do authentic African stories, we're not going to make money. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the problem. And the people in the boardrooms are looking at it like that. It's like, give me an authentic Asian story, you know. Like, I will, you know, I, I'll respond to that mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, yeah, this is really cool. 
you know but like just going and replacing people uh what is it what, what is it is the term for it right try you mean race target man uh, i don't know whatever it's race it's called race something okay. you know where you're just changing people's races for nothing um but like that i think it's so empty and like people are, are woke to mm. it you know in this day and age it's just, it just it just causes controversy now i have to deal with twitter comments of people saying a bunch of racist shit exactly and it's like oh to be honest god for like, me remember when yeah. when there was a push to make it just all but james bond like bro mm. they can keep it let's have our own black stories like luther was good to have exactly um exactly like it's if it's a good teams. movie people respond <laughs> but but that's the thing. Like I think there's statistics, um, and I'll look them up. Anyone can look them up on on how much Hollywood makes off of like sequels and known IP, mm-hmm. and how much they make off of original stuff. And obviously, the original stuff doesn't generate that much money, um, and that's why they prefer, you know, oh, okay, cool, we're gonna do a new movie, we're gonna do a new James Bond, mm-hmm. because people will say, oh, okay, 007 right? And then they try to make all the changes there. But I don't think that that formula is working. Yeah. I don't think it, I don't know if it's ever worked, but it's, I'm definitely not a fan of it. Mm. You know, I think remember when there was Triple X and then they made it Ice Cube, and I think that one was underperformed as far. Yes, I remember that. Uh, if I remember correctly, yeah. I liked it because Ice Cube was dope at the time. Um, was it Ice Cube or Exhibit? No, it was Ice Cube. It was Ice, it Cube, was right? Ice Cube? Yeah, replacing yeah, it was Ice Vin Cube. Diesel. Yeah, they replaced Vin Diesel, and then it just it fell off a cliff. Yeah, and it wasn't that dope you know and it's just hey if it's vin's thing let vin be the guy and whatever you know ice cube can carry his own mm. franchise you know and stuff like that okay but anyway i uh, as we wrap up let me see if there's anything that we're missing here I we did some good invasion from oh okay uh before we get to the siazamas i'm just trying to see if oh did you did we talk about the carly russell story Nah, we didn't Oh my god, that shit was so funny, man. Summarize it quick, quick, quick. quick <laughs> what happened? What happened? Oh my god. So, <laughs> uh, I, I think uh, I think uh, there's a TikTok. Uh, I'll need to find it. Ish, my problem is that my, my, my DMs with my wife, there's so many TikToks in there. But anyway, uh, if I can find it, I will add it in for you guys, uh, or our producer will add it in for you guys um, so that you can know. But long story short, uh, this girl called Carly Russell. Um, was apparently driving home or some shit on the highway and she claims that she pulled over she claims that she saw a baby uh randomly sitting there on the highway and out of nowhere some dude pulled up kidnapped her i think and the baby and put her in the back of an 18 wheeler mm-hmm. um and she was gone for like a few days there was a whole manhunt and like you know the family's going crazy like i'm done it to you know like all that shit was going yeah. on um and yeah so it was it was a whole like national story like where's carly find carly blah 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 and she popped up i think maybe three days later something like that um and then she told her story to the cops because oh my god what happened and then she tells the story that i just mentioned before and obviously they keep investigating because there's a man that kidnapped this girl allegedly yeah and there was a baby right Mm -hmm. Um, because also she called 911 right um as the things happened uh, the investigations uh, the result of the investigation you know number one they there was no trace of a baby randomly mm-hmm. there because there was like a, a camera on the highway of where she pulled over 
and um, there was no 18-wheeler to be seen anywhere close um, in terms of what was described. Also, apparently they went through her private browsing history and they found uh, a bunch of, you know, random things that she Googled, something along the lines of like how to fake a kidnapping, you know, as an example, mm-hmm. like certain things where it was just like, this looked something like she was, it was premeditated and she is just kind of pulling the wool over everybody's mm-hmm. eyes. And I don't know, I, I, it just is probably the most American thing ever. Um, I was very surprised to find out Oguti um because i typically associate such stories mm-hmm. with those other guys yeah a lot of the time um so that was a a very interesting surprise i was like oh okay i guess uh it's just all of america that's just crazy but as as but by american but standards you, i didn't why are you surprised with Mdomnyama? because in my mind i feel like mm. layer demographic on a layer maybe based on what i see from twitter it doesn't surprise me yeah <laughs> you know cause, fair, cause, enough, fair enough but i mean they do yeah, a lot this feels like it was an attention-seeking stunt that's gone wrong um perhaps perhaps really the young was. lady has like mental health issues which is a bigger problem that her and her family need to deal with um but from from what i understand so she's state resources i think even police the police officers who gave the post briefing are like nah mm-hmm. she googled the movie Taken on her phone before she <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm like oh my god <laughs> at least go to an internet cafe you know <laughs> right yeah so she, she's I mean also yeah guys apparently the the but the incognito browsers, browsers um, as an FYI, that's not you browsing anonymously. No, it's not. Some of y'all might need yes. that information. So just letting you when know, you guys, is someone can track that information. When you guys go incognito, the only thing you're asking is for your phone not to track your browsing history. So it'll just, you Google and then you'll delete once you close the tab, right? So that's fine. But mm-hmm. the authorities... And your service provider can see all that stuff. Every website you've ever visited, they can subpoena it from authorities when necessary. Or the, the authorities can subpoena it from the ISPs when necessary. And then they'd be like, right, Toma Posa has been on. Oh, this website, X Mang Mang. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Ah, sharp, cool. <laughs> it's not. It's not like you are private, private from all eyes. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah, not the smartest um idea there by Miss Carly Russell. Uh yeah, it's in America's is truly special place. Um very very special. Mm. But anyway, Mr. Moy, you said you had a CSM. I have a CSM, I have a youth here who is about 22 years old. I think I'm getting it right. Let me open okay. it. Uh give me a second. He's 23. He's twenty-three. Okay. Um, this this is these are people who want to get us cancelled. Nyabwana, personally. Um, <laughs> I'm not even sure if I want to read. But anyways, he said he's twenty-three. Um, and he always seems to attract and be attracted to girls who are eighteen, nineteen, twenty. It happens coincidentally, 
and he's now worried that he has an ingrained cradle robbing issue or maybe he cradle has robbing. yeah cradle robbing when you have like serious junior policy where that's maybe linked to <laughs> other more serious <laughs> issues like pedophilia and stuff right so that's called cradle robbing cradle robbing yeah keep him to out of the cradle hey bro we learned from ama 2000 um or <laughs> is it maybe that i haven't matured enough to chase women that are my age and older Maposa. Mm. first of all would you consider an wait was this sent was this was was this sent to our dms or this was sent no, to it was sent to me direct <laughs> as why first of all come to the dms i know how to read these things <laughs> uh yeah me and cap cap will be having a good laugh <laughs> i'm joking do you I'm joking. think do you um, think 23 to 18 is problematic and i use problematic in the modern definition of the word i Honestly, I don't think it's that bad. Like twenty three, you're still in. Are you? Are you still in uni at that point? Uh, maybe you're finishing up. Yeah, right? probably still in. Yeah, uni, uni. Maybe your final uni final year, up. and then nineteen, nineteen is like either first or second year. You know, depending on you know that 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 individual. So nah, I feel like you know I was in uni, and there were a few first years dating final years. Um, mm. So I don't think it's 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 that kind of like taboo. It's it's really not. I don't, I, I never found those awkward, but mm. I certainly believe that if you're now once you cross twenty five, and you're still looking at eighteen, nineteen, twenty, mm. that's a bit weird. That that's definitely crossing into the weird um, um, territory. territory. And then ah, twenty six, twenty seven, twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, and you're still looking at you know your junior policy is not you know. Mm. matured then yeah we might need to lock you up fam we might need to get you <laughs> off these streets yeah um, i i definitely that agree with you is concerning yeah i 100 yeah, agree I with don't you think it needs to stress too much um i agree also in the sense that some of these things um as you get older and kind of the bigger the gap is i always say when a when a man who's 40 takes a dates a woman who's 25 is very different than mm. when a guy who's 35 dates a woman who's 18 um because it's just in ngondoziachiana like you haven't developed in the same way yeah you know is that a man who's 40 and a woman who's 25 what? and then versus 35 versus what 18 <laughs> I think so, bro. <laughs> no, I think bro. it's different. Aye, aye, aye. It's the same. I, I no, don't no, think no, it's no, the no. same, Mr. Matt. This is tomato and tomato. No, it's family. not. Aye, 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 aye. <laughs> no, no, no. I was saying, Uguti, I, I, I typically, a 35-year-old man dating an 18-year-old, I think that's a problem. You, you, said, you said the same. I agree. That is a problem. But I think. I agree. That's a big problem. I think 40 and 25 is not the same thing. Bro. I think it's I the think, same thing. I think I'm, there's a certain nah. maturity that you now have at 25. 15 years, bro. But would what you call it... What maturity do you have at 25? Maybe you've started working, you've gone through university, you've gone through life. You know, you've... you've, you've not not you a lot of life. You haven't seen shit. You haven't seen shit, family. But I Probably think you're mature enough. Year. 
of your first job what, mature enough for what a four-year-old that nigga's got a mortgage he's probably got a <laughs> wife and kids fam <laughs> has a I, one wedding under his belt but I, do you I, think I, it's, I, it creeps <laughs> into the predatory area absolutely absolutely first of all you are problematic by thinking 40 or 25 is i might need to have a conversation with you off air no 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 to, I'm to, <laughs> to, to, to get you off that ledge no not because even because that's a bit scary no i i but personally no, wouldn't fam, for 40 40 25 is not it i i if i had a friend if i was 25 and my friend goes yeah i'm dating this 40 year old man i'd be like what does he want from you no 100 percent. like you know it Unless she's telling me straight up, which you know, my man's got the bag and he's taking care of me. It's like, cool. Yeah, I wouldn't, it's a business decision. I wouldn't see it as predatory, right? It's an age gap I wouldn't want, right? I personally wouldn't want it. But would you see it as predatory? 40 it's and 25? It's absolutely predatory on, on the guy's end, bro. Because it's a 25-year-old who knows, like, yes, fine, she's matured a little bit. But, like, she still don't know life. She still is trying to figure herself out and like you know all that rent and responsibilities and all these different things fam like you're still coming into your own as a man or a woman and it's like this 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 bali this bali's gonna come and be like yo it's just i don't know it's just i don't know i feel like if you're 25 and you date a 40 year old that really kind of distorts okay your life experience at that so, point so i feel like you know when it, when you we we're kind mm-hmm. of in the struggle bus together yeah and we're all figuring things out together that's that's to me it was a fun experience but like now this is bali which is kind of you skipped a lot of lines mm-hmm. and it's just i don't know it's just weird it's just especially no, it definitely the, is. i get it from the girl's side right from the girl's side there's a lot of advantages i get that but from the dude's side it's like what do you need from a 25 year old bro like really I think the lowest you could go is like 29. I think that's the lowest you can go. Then we should ask... If you're 40. Then we should ask... Then we should ask... Jay-Z or the chief. Because I think... <laughs> what do you mean? I think their age gap is, is, is what? 13 years? 14 years? Really? Him and, him and Beyonce? I thought Beyonce was older. Interesting. Beyonce? No, I think their age gap is about... Let me see. If he's born 69, she's born 81. It's about 13 years. 12 years, 13 years. Oh, wow. So when she was doing Crazy in Love and she was, what, 21? He'd have been well into his 30s. Yeah, very creepy. Very, very creepy. But again, I can understand from his end if he's like, listen, if he's looking at business and at her come up and be like, nah, she's gonna be a star. It's like, okay, I, I, I there's always a reason. For there's always like they, I can, I can see a through line of what Jay Z was trying to do, right? If you're like, yeah, we can give power couple vibes, love of this, you know, like I, I can see what you know. Like, okay, cool, mm-hmm. you did that because of those reasons. But just randomly, two random human beings who are not celebs or whatever, mm-hmm. what are you doing with a child, fam? Like that, it just makes no sense. And it just, to me, I'm like, there's plenty of women that are around your age that have similar experiences. Mm-hmm. Why are you running away from that? Like, I, I don't understand. Why, what is, what's there in within your peers that you just want nothing that to do? Lacking. You know, where, yeah. Now you want to go and get someone who knows nothing about life, really. Mm. 
and it's it's just i don't know for i need someone to come and convince me that it's not a power move as a guy like you're not looking for someone to manipulate that's really what my conclusion is and my like there's no two ways about it but i i would i'd be happy for any guy listening to this to be like no maps you're wrong it's not because i want to manipulate and mold this little child it's because whatever your reasonings are please mm. I, I i honestly want to have a dialogue <laughs> and with that type of individual i i, I do want to understand like genuinely i genuinely do want to understand and the, the, the women have the privilege of saying no patriarchy our mothers taught us whatever fair enough that's their built-in excuse okay cool but gents what's your excuse mm. Because I didn't grow up. My dad wasn't telling me that, hey, bruh, yeah, you know, <laughs> at least five to ten years, you know, like, no. <laughs> you know, I made my own choices. Mm. So, I don't know. I, I, I really need to understand from that side. Okay. But um, speaking of DMs, we got on the account we got. So, read the DM from five days ago. Uh, I'll read the one from a day ago. Uh this listener said, LOL, I guess she was laughing a lot. I'm not on Twitter like this, but if anyone is upset that McPorisa took his, his in capital letters, car, it's, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's broke energy, really. Vele, mm. Dan was right. But there are also jobless people on this app who stay giving off jobless behavior <laughs> that reeks of entitlement i'm scared i'm gonna get cooked if i say this out publicly you know this and again Hectic. that last part is important because there's, there's a lot of people who <clears throat> were being bullied you know for having some oh, yeah, for having morals people are being bullied you know you go you put that out there to bro like stop being jobless you know stop embarrassing your stop being a hoe on these twitter streets <laughs> okay, sir. <laughs> yes, that's sir, what sir. you were. That might be the title of the that's episode. That's what you were. Let's see. That's what you were but skatering yeah. around, right? Witty, you know, people stop being a sex worker. People are scared to say these things <laughs> because you'll be bullied into saying no, 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 it's not appropriate. Blah blah blah. You know, there was a tweet. Um, I can't remember what the context of it was. It's like you think. Part of the problem is, is the person. Part of the problem in society is that we don't say cis anymore. Oh yes, and I think that's 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 very I true. Saw, like we don't scold people enough. I saw another tweet from a fellow from a fellow Zim guy who was like, "I'm gonna need y'all to add a bit of to to add a bit more conservativeness um, to life. Y'all are getting out of control. Like just not a lot, just a little bit. Just yeah, not yeah, too much. Absolutely. Just a little bit of." You know, Uber conservative. Some of y'all yeah. really need a little bit of Julius Malema in your lives. Just a small, just a young tata. You know, the way you'd add salt to an egg. Just a sprinkling. <laughs> I don't know about you know? that. Uh, because, I don't know, man. Some of y'all are moving mad, fam. Like, just, it's just, it's crazy. And it's, when I see certain things on Twitter, I see certain things on Twitter and I just hope to myself, I'm like, you know what? I really hope that people are like me in the sense that we're just on Twitter to like lie and laugh, mm. then I'm okay with what I see. Um, if, if people are just out here lying nah. for the sake of, yeah, you know what, it really would be nice. Do take this into their you, real then, lives? Cool. Unfortunately. No, but if you do, but uh, but people should have learned, bro. This is, how, many, how many women are out here talking hella shit about men and is bait up and living life? Mm. And then you, you're busy taking her testimony there and it's like, 
yeah I'll, I'll never forget um when that um han nigerian uh influencer grace something i don't know what her last name is the one who just was talking just she like i guess she was being comedic about mm-hmm. it but like she talked hella shit about dudes right mm-hmm. um and that was a thing and like ah people would stand her for days fam, for days mm-hmm. you know and like i'd watch her videos and i'm like and i believed it right so i'm like damn she really does not fuck with me <laughs> like that was that was my reaction anytime because she'd always there was a time when she was proper proper popular and at least someone on one person on my tier would always retweet or repost on 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 insta mm-hmm. one of her things so i'd see it like very very frequently like maybe mm-hmm. once a week right and i was like ha yeah no no she does not like men at all at all really i was like okay anyway who hurt her mm-hmm. any move on with life jiggy jiggy some months or years later she's pregnant she's in love mm-hmm. i was like ha what like that 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 shit really like took me aback because i was like oh so this is performative you know so i i really hope people aren't being hoodwinked out there right people are just trying to secure a bag those retweets those likes they're getting sponsorships they're securing bags and when you're going and applying that into your life you know uh, for free and then you're like yeah may have been single for four years Uh, hi. Anyway, guys, be careful on the internet. Be careful. Be careful be on careful. the internet. Um, don't don't consume everything. Yes, yes. Use it responsibly. That platform. We have another one. Um, mm. Please don't shout out my name. Okay, we won't. Pre-COVID. That just means it's about to be some wild shit. Pre-COVID, I was working as a loss controller in some organization. Therefore, I worked with Sam who was a sales agent. Obviously, Sam, I don't think Sam is his real name. Sam was not a very honest guy. He worked sales and he could leave the office with stock and would sell and pocket the sheets. He took quite some bag and before we figured it out, he resigned, citing some silly excuse, which no one bought as a legit reason to resign. We later figured out that he had... Wait, wait, go okay. back. So, so to Sam John Chile, basically, he took some bag and before we figured it out, he resigned, citing some silly excuse which no one bought as a legit reason for the resignation. So he's stolen a bag, mm-hmm. then he's resigned, and then people are like, ah, don't believe that. A bag is in an actual bag, are we talking money? I think it's a bag. Maybe it is. Maybe it's money. Okay. Maybe it's money. Who knows? Okay. Let's go <laughs> it sounds like it's money. We later figured out that he had resigned so as to evade the consequences consequences of his action. His thievery was discovered, but management chose not to pursue the matter. COVID came, I got laid off, and life was rough. Had to stay on the other side of Samora for a bit. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Goody, you know. I'm going to need someone from Harare to come here and explain this north of Samora, south of Samora um, thing. Because, wow... um, but anyways, <laughs> word on the street, Sam had joined another top corporate in trade and this time was a top boss. I reached out to him and he put in a good word for me, eventually getting me the job that I have today. The money is good and I assume Sam okay. was getting even more since he was senior and he wouldn't get back to his old ways. But what did I know? When I arrived, Sam wow. had already embezzled quite a big number. I did the books and figured out how he was doing it. I introduced new measures to curb his side hustle and I think at that point I spooked him and he started complaining about how the group was not appreciative of his efforts and again 
resigned in the same fashion as he did in company a okay so i think bag is money <laughs> Yo, so Sam is sam's wired. taken the bag <laughs> and he's dipped again i was going to be liable for the missing funds had you went on with the resignation and the amount was huge i might need this man to tell us some numbers I asked order to run Sam's trans. Also, he needs to explain how exactly Sam was doing this. If you can come back to the DMs, please. I- I'm curious as to what exactly was Sam doing to pull this off. We might have some criminals as our listeners who might have right? some tips. Or of potential victims, right? <laughs> or potential victims who oh, yeah, employ true. people like Sam who might need to safeguard their monies. I asked order to run mm. Sam's transactions before he left, and boy, did they not uncover grenades. He got suspended. And then later, <laughs> I was close with this guy, right? Was I right to mm. report his malpractice after he did me a solid getting me the job? But again, remembering had I had I <laughs> had I said all was well with this amount, I was it was going on me, and I'm talking an amount that would sweep two years off my salary. Whoa, two years worth sure. of salary. Was I wrong, or did I do the right thing? Also, as a friend. Am I in a position to now call and check on him? Mm. Mr. Wow, I think this this definitely goes up there as I'd say a top three Siazama of all time. Mm. I think I think this is this is up there in terms of the layers, the context, and like you know the the choices. You know, like I think this is this is this is fantastic. You know, if anyone wants to know what a siyazama is, this is exactly mm-hmm. it. this one number one. Like yeah, yeah. Um, I think ish. Stuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Basically, you've snitched. You've snitched on I the think, homie who got you the job, there. right? <sighs> you know what? I think. Um, what he said you, you guys you have to be in a in a, in a professional sense because if 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 sam got away with it uh it was his neck on the line right because your job is to identify these things and they're going to be like well if you couldn't identify it one why do we need you or to yeah. get in on the job right um and yeah imagine going to jail for and i don't think sam is the type of dude admin animals right mm. but i don't know if he's the type of guy who would fall on the grenade for him you know yes uh so sam that's like, that's one thing so that's that's you know no sam looks like he'd dip and leave you in in, in the dungeons yeah yeah like he might if he if he could have you know he could have set you up he, like he strikes me as used with that type of character but like maybe he's different maybe he's one of those guys that like greedy i just want to grab the money and go right but again it was still going to be his head on the chopping block so i'm happy that the listener protected himself he chose himself and his well-being and his family's well-being so shout out to you for that that i believe you 100 percent did the right thing yeah um in terms of checking in on him since you guys are like homies i don't know um i think i would like if you're genuinely a friend i would and if you're mad at me it's like hey brad like listen you know that would have been on me you know mm-hmm. and if, if it's not like you consulted me you went and you did what you did my job is effectively to catch you you don't even come to me on some you know hey i'm doing this you know like like there wasn't even a conversation Mm. of him trying to convince him to be on his side right he just went and did what he did so what you know i can't assume you know what i mean like what you plan to do and how to do it or whatever i'm not saying had had he come to you prior 
mm. with his plan you should have you know let him do it but i'm just saying you didn't even have the context you just caught the guy you know his track record nah i think um he did he did the right thing but you can you can you can uh, if you feel some type of way in terms of concern i think reach out to him reach out to sam check if sam is good mm-hmm. um and if you can help him get another job provided he doesn't is not going to do the same or holla whatever else then i think help him yeah you know um hey i i i you know he's in i mean if he's in if he's in jail at this moment he's sitting in chikurupi i'm not sure if if it's worth going all the way that side um because mm. i don't know if if you've done your part and you've snitched um and he's gotten arrested mm-hmm. that was someone who was willing to let you go down for insane amounts of money so I, i'm not sure if there's any benefit in keeping the friendship going other than a sense of loyalty but maybe you didn't know like that he is going to fall on his head right maybe he's thinking right the money's gone the money's gone the company will just ah, you maybe know, maybe but i'm just saying what if if maybe he was prepared to let you die for that then definitely not <clears throat> but if you think there's something worth salvaging then shut yeah but yeah no what a difficult that's a, a very tricky position but no i i do want to know what what countermeasures you put in uh i'm i'm curious um about financial crimes yeah in companies that's um yeah it's a very interesting thing but yo yeah difficult one that's uh anyway guys that i think that's that's the best way to leave the podcast mm-hmm. um you've gotten a little bit of everything you know a bit about the gaming industry you know bobby was a terrible movie and now you know how you know people have uh, are living from movies <laughs> in their real lives <laughs> so <laughs> a, a nice spread of 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 uh, of content yeah but yes another 2 hour episode uh, i think that should hold the people down until you know we come back there there really is a lot of shit going on in our lives guys especially in the next 2 month stretch uh so you know just bear with us continue to stream listen share 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 the podcast yeah, yes um we do appreciate all the listens uh share it with a friend you know retweet retweet it um you know whatever whatever you want to do with it you know let the people know that there's yeah. a couple guys from skies who do their thing on a weekly basis when they feel yes. like it yes. <laughs> Uh yeah, Mr. Moy, any final words before we Nah, uh, I'll I'll just we... echo what you said. Um people to bear with us, keep on sharing the thing, liking the thing, subscribing, it makes a difference. And then interacting. I I always say um we come on here and then we we record this thing and then it goes out, right? Then we don't know how it's received or what people think or if they agree or disagree. It's always encouraging sometimes when people reach out whether directly or through the 6 foot weights inbox um that's always cool sometimes we don't obviously get to stuff immediately but it's always encouraging when we read it so don't stop doing it please if you don't do it start and if you're doing it continue that's all yeah also i just forgot quick shout out to um ropa i think she had the tweet that was powerful <laughs> uh, <laughs> um Hey, let me see if I can even pull it up before we sign off. Oh my god, when I tell you I that was I was dead, rolling bro. laughing because it was, it was so just accurate. so accurate. It was <laughs> ah, it was wonderful. I was like, you know what? You you understand. 
you you understand uh, your 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 people. I found it if you haven't. Um, okay, yeah, go for it. So start with the with the original tweet. So this is last week, right? Um, just as yeah. we've just as we posted the the episode, and she goes, "Haven't listened yet, but six foot waist gave us two hours. This means we won't be hearing from them for months." And then someone said, "Actually, that's the first <laughs> thing they said. <laughs> they said a break is coming." <laughs> and she goes, "I know these <laughs> exactly." No, no, you do know. You know the Oaks fam. Like, ah, uh, and shout out. You know, like sh- shit like that makes me laugh because I'm like, you know what? The listeners do know the brand. They know who they're listening to, and we have a little. You know, it's a good thing going where yeah. we all know each other. Yeah. Uh, that that's good. That's good when we all know what we bring to the table. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a. Uh, you know that's 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 what it is. That's what we're here for. Um, uh, we did have another listener who came in with some 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 big ideas. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, me and you obviously will take this off yeah. and explore this more. But she was saying it might be time for a six foot weights world tour, bruh. Like I was like, oh okay. And uh, they went on to explain like you know like you know you can do essay. They want us to travel, Mister Boy. So try to do essay, do a live show in essay. Uh, we could do a live show in Zim, do a live show in the States, the UK, where our our strong bases are. Okay. And it could be really, really fun. And I was like, you know what? That's not that's not a bad idea. That's really not a bad idea. No, it's idea not. Uh, we can we can take it away exciting, and figure out how best to do it um in a way that Let's go to America. Let's go, let's go, let's go. I don't I mean, yeah, it's um yeah, it's definitely something that I'm like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it, but we'll see. We'll see how to build okay. that out. And a live, a live six foot weights would really be that hilarious. That would be funny. I think we, maybe we can be. do it so via Twitter space Zim, one day, the right? The Zim one? That would be funny. <laughs> like, we actually record, yeah, but we then can, we, we can, we can, we we can test drive, drive it. via like spaces thing. Who knows? Yeah, we can test drive on spaces. But also, I would say, um, uh, what's this thing called? The Zim mm-hmm. one in, in Skies. Is definitely going to be at Smokehouse. I, 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 I'll tell you that much. <laughs> the location would be Smokehouse. That's, That's one thing you are certain guaranteed. Of. I'm certain of that one. I don't know anything else, but the Zim uh, live show of Six Foot Weights would be at Smokehouse. That would be the vibe. But anyway, Mr. Uh, Moore, I need to do Mr. Maposa. Yes, 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 yes. I sent a Sikichima. Uh, guys, uh, like the ting, subscribe to the ting, retweet the ting, and if you don't, we are inclined to believe you thought Bobby was a good movie. Mr. Moyo, laters! <laughs> <laughs>